You are Locked On Rangers, your daily Texas Rangers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. One ball, two strikes, two outs. Six to one, the Rangers lead in the top of the ninth. Feliz the high set. Here comes the pitch. Breaking ball, strike three call. The Rangers are going to the World Series. You are locked on to the Texas Rangers. I'm Bryce Patrick, Rangers writer at WFA.com. Joined as always by Morgan Price, this time from a far, far portal out of nowhere. Morgan, how are you doing today? Um, I was great before I sat down to record, and literally every piece I need to record rebelled against me. Of course. You know, why would technology work the way we want it to work when we need it to work? You know, that be, it's just too much to ask, right? <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Yeah, so today we're going to be talking about uh, the Game 4 between the Astros tonight uh, as we're recording this. Yesterday, as you listen to it, um, we will know who is in the ALCS. Um, very excited. We are going to, might talk a little bit about what those matchups might look like, um, or we might just save it until until Monday's episode and wait for the weekend stuff to, to go down. But we do know who's in the NLCS, and um, I, I'm, I'm upset. I'm upset, as I could be. The Cardinals won, and... The Dodgers lost, and so it's Cardinals versus Nationals in the NLCS because, of course, you know, both of my teams are now out. Both of Morgan's teams are now out that we chose to support because we are foolish. And, of course, why would we Why would we pick teams that, that win? You know, it's just apparently not our style, right, Morgan? Sorry, I was muting it, so it was <laughs> awful audio this whole time. Um, but, yeah, it, it just makes sense for us to jinx everything. Yeah, it's just what we do. But um, so we're going to talk about uh, the Cardinals Braves and uh, Astros Rays game four. Um, but first, this episode is brought to you by Vivid Seats. And let's take a moment to talk to you guys about Postmates. Whenever you need red wine at 4 p.m., sushi at 9 p.m., a breakfast burrito at 8 a.m., ibuprofen at 10 a.m., Postmate it. Postmates is your personal food delivery, grocery delivery, whatever kind of delivery service you need all year round. Anything you're craving, Postmates can deliver. They're the largest on-demand network in the U.S. and offer delivery from all the restaurants, grocery and convenience stores, and traditional retailers you could possibly want or need. 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, Postmates will bring you what you need within the hour. No more trips to the store. You don't even have to know where the store is. Postmates will deliver anything to you. Download the app for iOS or Android for free. Browse local restaurants and businesses and track your delivery in real time. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free deliveries. Download the app and use code LOCKEDON. That's code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it. Postmates. Download Postmates and save with the code LOCKEDON. So this, this NLDS Game 5, uh, this whole series between the Cardinals and the Braves, it's been really close all like the whole series, all four games up until this final one. And uh, the other series was the exact opposite. It felt like all those games were pretty much blowouts, but I feel very, very good about myself saying, Hey, I think, I think it's going to kind of switch up for the game five. I think, I think Cardinals Braves is going to be decided pretty early on. Um, and the other one is going to be more of a, a late game stunner. And that's exactly what happened. The Cardinals ended this game in, in the first inning. Like the first inning, 
it's just why 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 do these things happen morgan why do bad good things happen to bad people um i i thought i was reading the score wrong to be honest because i had it on mlb network before the game started and game time came around i got distracted forgot to turn to it i looked at the ticker and at the time it said nine nothing first inning and i was like surely that's a fluke someone messed up the ticker that can't be right this is postseason. We don't have that kind of blow in the first inning. And then I changed it, and it was real. And I was so confused because it had all been such close games. Like, the last thing you expected was that big of a blowout that quickly. The thing is, I think this one was less heartbreaking for the losing fans than the other game of the NLDS because yeah. you knew what was going on. Um, my buddy Josh, who's a who's a, not a Cardinals fan, very much not a Cardinal. He's a Braves fan. Um, he got tickets and he spent like a hundred bucks a pop just trying to get tickets to this game five. And he didn't even make it in the parking lot before the first inning. And he's like, you know what? I bought these for like about a hundred bucks a piece. Like initially was decided to sell them at like 200. And then like he saw the score and he's like, ah, well, let's cut these down to 100 and just go home and maybe someone will buy them. And some poor fool when it was already 10 to nothing bought the tickets at a hundred bucks a pop. Like that's, that's oh. some, some sincere faith in your in your team um it was absolutely misplaced good lord was it misplaced they did not do a darn thing in this entire game they scored one run in the fourth inning um i believe it was yeah it was a solo home run off of donaldson off of flaherty which is the only run that flaherty um gave up um yeah it was 13 to 1 is what it finished off uh, all the scoring was done um, after that home run by Donaldson, by both teams, like that was that was it. Jose Nevis got one out, gave up six earned runs, seven total, walked three, um, and allowed three hits. So it was just overall very much not good. Um, Freed came in to try and stop the bleeding. He got absolutely shellacked. Uh, Luke Jackson came in to try and stop the bleeding. He also got shellacked. Jock Tomlin came in and he didn't allow any runs. Newcomb pitched a pair of, of shutout innings. Our old friend Darren O'Day shutout inning. Same with Tehran, but it was just, it was beyond over. Um, and by the way, Acuna got hit by a pitch in like square in the back on like a one, two count. Um, and what Jack Flaherty was saying about it, like that kind of rubs me the wrong way. I don't know. Did you see the statement about what he, when he was I asked did. about that? No. Um, so basically, he like the way it came across is that like he's like, oh well, it ha- happened. Oh, I wasn't trying to do it on purpose, but I'm not not glad that it did. Like that's not what he said, but the tone in his voice yeah. came across like that. And because he brought up he brought up uh, the antics of Acuna um, all game, which was just stupid and coded and, and ridiculous and like totally unnecessary. But um, and just the Braves fan, or the, the Cardinals being all holier than thou. And their manager gave this big rah, rah speech. Of, they started crap and, but we finished it and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay. So apparently winning game one was starting crap. Uh, <laughs> okay. It was just, the whole thing was so dumb. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. Here's, I just found his, his actual statement of what Flaherty said. Um, we were trying to go in. We got two strikes on him. We were trying to go in. Uh, if we were going to go in, we were going to go in tight, hit him. He took exception to it. That's the guy he wants to be. That's how it is. He's 
he's been having all his antics, all series. The guy hits the ball to the wall, he gets a single out of it. So he wants to take exception to it. He can do whatever he wants. He can talk all he wants, but we try to go in. He, uh, We talk our scouting report. He's go in, we go in, in. So it got away, hit him. He wants to take exception to it. He can do whatever he wants. That's just, it's just dumb. It makes me mad, and it's dumb. <laughs> yeah, and the, the thing about it, like, I remember watching that inning, uh, yesterday when he when they hit him and he Flaherty came up to bat the next inning and not that I like condone the whole you hit us we hit you thing but like especially in the NL if you're gonna be a pitcher that hits someone like you gotta remember you're gonna be in the batter's box eventually too and honestly I think if the game had been closer the Braves might have hit him or hit someone else yeah and he's like oh we don't want to hit him it's a it's a, it's a whatever game. Um, okay, no, he didn't say that. That was some other Cardinals fan that I was arguing with, but saying like, oh, why would he want to hit him in a, a ten nothing game? He just wants to put zeros on the board. Like, mm, if you're up ten nothing, and you obviously hate this guy because he's better than anybody on your team ever is or ever will be, um, and he enjoys having fun with baseball, then I feel like that's the time you'd hit somebody if you're up ten nothing. Thing. and none of the team is none of the rest of the team is doing anything else and I also thought it was really dumb of, of Freddie Freeman to call out um, Acuna after uh, was it the game where he had that base running mistake and um, saying like oh it's like a broken record you know we keep telling him he needs to hustle blah 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 like Freddie you can talk all that like I get that you're a leader of the team and you're an all-star caliber player but you had a crap series just an absolute crap series you hit under like 150 you made two defensive miscues um i mean i know it was a tough the the plays that he got eaten up on when he was trying to leap for those balls were were tough plays but he should have made them and if not then he should have been at least like a replacement level offensive player which he was incredibly below replacement and he's still dealing with some injuries because of what was happening at the end of the season. But if you're that hurt and you can't do anything, then honestly, just sit it out, man. Like that's, you're hurting your team. If you're not able to be better than anybody else on your team could be, it's just, it, it just bothers me. It bothers me a lot, but they're eliminated. Um, Freddie's probably going to have some some rethinking to do. Oh, excuse me. Freddie did have a pair of hits today. He ended up batting 200 for the series. For the series, but still, it's it's not Ronald Acuna Jr.'s fault that this team lost. If you slug 889, hit 440, and have an on base over 560, then your team should win. And it's you're not even in the top 25 guys on the team that is at at fault for this anyway that's enough of my rant um we're gonna take a quick break when we come back um, we're gonna talk to you guys about um the game four between the rays and the astros real quick and we're also going to talk to you about the dodgers getting eliminated and my heart personally being broken but first we're gonna talk to you guys about vivid seats Vivid Seats is an online event ticket marketplace. It's dedicated to providing fans all kinds of great live experiences, um, and all those experiences, they last a lifetime. With the Vivid Seats app that you can download in the App Store or Google Play, fans are automatically enrolled in the Vivid Seats rewards, the in-app loyalty program where you can enjoy credits on all your purchases. 
All Vivid Seats confirmed orders are backed by 100% guarantee, which means Vivid Seats has your back no matter um, what kind of ticket you're buying. Um, enter promo code POSTSEASON at checkout to receive a discount of up to $100. That's our listeners' special promo code POSTSEASON at checkout to receive a discount of up to $100. Hey, guys, it's time to talk about sex. Good sex. You know, remember the days when you were always ready to go, when you were a young stud and, you know, it wasn't any... Any trouble getting it ready for for your partner? Now you can increase your performance and get a little bit extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's like the color blue and chew, like what you do. So they're here to help you out with your sex life, make things spicier, make sure you last all the way until the ninth inning, you know? Don't want to get pulled out of there with a reliever, you know? You really got to be... Make sure you're ready to go, and just like you were back in the young days. This isn't for guys who can't perform. Any guy who wants a little bit of extra help in the bedroom, you know, this is here for you. It's a perform- it's a legal performance-enhancing drug. So, Blue Chew is prescribed online, ships straight to your door, very discreet package. No in-person doctor visits. I know that's really uncomfortable. No waiting at the pharmacy. Also super awkward. You don't want any of that. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. So if this sounds like something you want, Morgan, where can the fine fellows get this stuff? You can visit bluechew.com and get your first shipment free when you use the promo code MLB. All you pay is $5 shipping. And that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com with promo code MLB to try it for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice. And we thank them for sponsoring this podcast. So this Astros Rays game, it was, it was very confusing. They went with a bullpen game. Um, Castillo pitched an inning in two thirds. Um, then Yarbrough um, and Anderson, Pache, um, Pagan, and Blake Snell. Those were the guys who ended up pitching. And everybody but um, Pagan and Blake Snell were on there for um, at least over one inning. Um, it was kind of an interesting thing to do. Um, I I like the idea to go with something different. Um, and I was super surprised by the fact that for, for Justin Verlander standards, he got absolutely shellacked. Morgan, what was going on there? Yeah, it was kind of crazy because in the last episode, I had mentioned that you kind of expect some of the, like, the good teams and the good pitchers to maybe show a little fatigue in the postseason because, like the Astros, they won 100-plus games. Like, that has to affect them at some point. And it didn't really look like it did until Verlander came to pitch. And, yeah, it was on short rest, so I think that has a lot to do with it. Um, Because I I know some pitchers, like, it doesn't seem to bother them if they have extra rest or short rest, but you you could tell it was really – it it got to Verlander, which – I've yeah, they were saying in the in the post game show. Sorry to cut you off, but it's just they were saying David Ortiz was t- brought up the point that Justin Verlander, I think, has only done that once or maybe twice in his career, pitch off short rest, and one of those times, um, if not the only time, it was because of a rain delay situation. Yeah, that's so, crazy. like, that makes sense why he'd have issues with that. Anyway, I cut you off. You you were saying. Oh, I was just saying I, I really enjoyed seeing uh, – now you're going to hear my dog bark. You know, this is just going to be one of those episodes. Um, <laughs> but I was just saying I, I kind of enjoyed seeing uh, Tampa uh, really get to Verlander and the Astros. And 
the Astros really didn't do anything at all. Yeah, they couldn't muster any kind of offense. Um, the one the one play, it was the, literally the most beautiful replay I've ever seen. Um, it was on a ball in the gap. Um, Kevin Kiermaier um, to Adamas. Um, that was like the play of the game for me. I'm, I'm trying to go find out who actually hit the ball. Um, let me go. Uh, okay, yeah. In the fourth inning, um, Altuve singled, um, and then Alvarez um, hit the ball like deep to center field, like off, like right off the wall. And uh, Kiermaier played it perfectly off the hop, right to Adamas, who made a perfect throw, um, relay throw to um, Darno, who got Altuve by like inches like absolutely inches like i've never seen something more beautiful like it reminds me of back when leonis martin was here and like the few times he'd ever need to hit the cutoff man um when he because his arm was just an absolute cannon he got so good at charging those balls on on like coming towards him and if he ever hit elvis on those cutoff throws because elvis is really good at cutoff throws but like this throw by willie Adamas was just absolutely perfect and i feel like that was the point where um they didn't the Astros didn't feel like they were in it. And then um, at, in the bottom of the inning, Adamas goes in and hits a leadoff home run. Um, and that kind of basically was the nail in the coffin for Justin Verlander's day. Um, but the Rays weren't able to to cash in on any other base runners they had. Um, later on, the game was a little worried that they were going to need some extra offense because it is the Astros and a four-run lead isn't quite enough. But because Torino's came up and he got the one run um, yeah. in the top of the eighth. Um, good for Robinson Chirinos. Um, solo home run. Exactly the same distance as uh, Willie Adamas's his home run. Um, but yeah, so now we got a game five tonight. Verlander versus... Um, oh, no, not Cole. Verlander. Cole, sorry. <laughs> um, we were just talking about Verlander. Cole versus... I have it pulled up right here. Um, yeah, Tyler Glass now. So Blake Snell will probably be lined up because he only got the two outs the other night. Um, so I, he'll probably be there if, if Glasnow gets in trouble and that's a pretty good, like piggyback starter tandem to have for your winner take all game yeah. in Houston. Um, okay. yeah. So, so, for, so go ahead. So for game four, when Tampa started to look really good, my first thought was, well, if they win here, it doesn't really matter because they're just going to go to Houston and face Cole. And I can't really, see them winning that game but part of me kind of wonders especially since the last three series the away team has won the series um I kind of wonder if maybe after getting to Grinky and getting to Verlander if that kind of helps Tampa as far as their confidence level goes and thinking that maybe they can get to Cole too I mean Sure, why not? I mean, Willie Adamas and Kevin Kiermaier are your number eight and nine hitters, the guys who are there almost entirely for their defense, which they're both incredible at. But, um, I mean, if those guys are, are doing damage and um, the guys at the top of your lineup, I mean, Meadows has had, a, okay, not a great series, but uh, Tommy Pham has had a phenomenal series. G-Man Choi, um, I feel like he walks so often. I mean, he always, he's only hitting... 160 and slug, but he's still slugging over 400 because most of his hits are home runs and he's gotten on base over 400 um, as well. So he's done well. Avisio Garcia has done well in right field. He had a four hit game um, in that win over the Astros, the second one. Um, 
But Meadows is due for a big game. Um, he just has not done super well this series. He's had a few moments, but um, it's been mostly fleeting. But Willie Adamas is hitting 500 for the series. He's slugging 1,200, Morgan. 1,200! They're shortstop who is entirely defense first. Um, and also Kevin Kiermeyer, Meyer, not Miter, um, is slugging over 450, which is is huge for them. So I don't know. Anything can happen in a one-game playoff. And when you've got the starting – I mean, the race pitching matchup, if you've got um, – five innings worth of Tyler Glass now, and then two or three innings versus the reigning Cy Young winner. And then whoever else they want coming out of their bullpen, an entirely full bullpen on however much rest. They've also got Charlie Morton if they need him. I don't think they'll use him, but if they really need him and those first two guys go down, then like, man, that is absolutely terrifying. And anything can happen in that one game playoff. Like, um, Let's transition over to the Dodgers game. <laughs> and speaking of left-handed pitchers who have won Cy Youngs, who sometimes do well in relief, uh, let's, let's let's go take a look at, at Clayton Kershaw and um, allow me my time to weep. Because um, this was just... Oh, my heart breaks for Clayton Kershaw. He's done so much. And more so, my heart breaks for Walker Buehler. I don't know if you saw this last night. He He pitched phenomenally. And then after the game he brought up that his aunt passed away like two days ago. And he's like, I just kind of put this on the back burner. He just started tearing up in the interviews. Like, it's just all kind of hitting me now. And it just, it sucks. And man, he put up a hell of a performance. He was just phenomenal. He was so stinking good. He allowed the one run four hits and he was a little walk prone, um, but he threw 117 pitches. I couldn't believe they left him out there that long. Um, But then here comes Clayton Kershaw um, who comes in and strikes out the one batter he faces the lefty. Um, I can't remember which lefty it was. Um, Hold on. Let me go pull it up because it's just, it should be right in their batting order. Uh, Yeah. Adam Eaton. He gave Adam Eaton his one strikeout for the game. Um, And then he faces Anthony Rendon. um, And before the game, Dave Robertson said, Oh yeah, we're just going to throw Clayton Kershaw out there um, against lefties, but not let him face righties. So if we're pulling him out of the pen, it's like, okay, that makes sense. Did he forget that Anthony Rendon is a righty? <laughs> like, I, that, that's pretty famously known that he's a righty. Like, just look at him. If he's in the right-handed batter box, that, that means he's hitting right-handed. So get Clayton Kershaw out of there. What are you doing? And also looking back at the pitch, he allowed the back-to-back, the first of two back-to-back pitches that resulted in solo home runs. It was a good pitch. Like, it was a straight-up good pitch. It was, like, down like probably three inches below the zone, maybe in an inch or two. Like it is not a pitch that you expect someone to, to give up a home run on and not a pitch. You can say, Oh wow. You just left it middle, middle and he crushed it. Like, no, no, it's a really good pitch and an incredible piece of hitting by Anthony Rendon to get that and be able to sling it over the fence for a home run. Like that's incredible. And Juan Soto is also incredible getting that home. run. I feel like after that home run, they're like, okay, if you thought if you trusted him to face Rendon and you wanted him to face another lefty in Soto, okay. But Soto hits lefties well. Soto hits everybody well right now. Like I just, man, I don't. They had another guy on the bench. I can't think of the pitcher who faced um, Soto three times and uh, got him out all of those times. But he was left out and was not pitched there, which I feel like was a mistake. 
it was another mistake letting him face Rendon. Um, and then also not pitching Kenley Jansen sooner. Like Joe Kelly yeah. did well in his one inning of work, but Kenley Jansen has been your guy. He has a zero ERA in the postseason this year. Um, also, Kenta Maeda literally came out there and threw a perfect inning. A perfect inning. Three strikeouts, no drama, 15 pitches. And I don't, why didn't you leave him in there? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. A lot of questions for Roberts. Um, not a lot of answers. The grand slam that Joe Kelly gave up, it just, yeah. ugh. Yeah. It's tough. And, like, Joe Kelly wasn't great the last time he went out, so I kind of feel like if he has one, he had one good inning, and they should have just stopped it there. Like, don't trust your luck with him, which is kind of what they did. And honestly, I'm surprised they didn't pull him after the bases loaded. Like, to even get the bases loaded and then give him the opportunity to give up a grand slam, like, that just doesn't make sense to me. And then even after the grand slam, I think he faced one or two more batters. Yep. Like, like, just get him out. What are you doing? Kenley Jansen is right there. He is staring you in the face. He is, he's done so much for you in the postseason. I know Dave Roberts hasn't always been there for that. But, like, you know that he's reliable. You know what he can do. Like, trust him. Yeah, Joe Kelly won a World Series last year. But, like, Kenley Jansen has done so much. And so much when he was the only reliable bullpen piece for a long time for those Dodgers. And so they had so many other choices. Uh, I mean, I don't fault them for going with Joe Kelly, and especially after he had his one solid inning. But, like, they had Dustin May. They had all these other arms that were there and available and rested enough to go out and do something. But you let him go out there for a second inning, and I don't know why, and I don't think we'll ever get a satisfactory answer. And I think that should cost Dave Roberts' job. Like, it's tough. Like, what, like just those all of those decisions, like there's so many of them in this one game. It's kind of like, okay, just don't do that. Ugh. And the, the picture circulating in Kershaw, every time I see it, it just makes me want to cry. It's just, yeah. man, that guy has given everything to his team. He was the best player in baseball, best pitcher in baseball for like eight years. And now he's kind of dropped off a little bit. He's still an all-star caliber pitcher, even without, like five mile an hour lost off his fastball. Like just get him the ring he deserves. He deserves a ring. He's been so close so many times on so many good teams. This just shows you that postseason baseball is stupid and the best team often doesn't win. Agreed. Ugh. All right. On that super depressing note, it also, you know, gives us some hope as you're listening, you will already know if if that hope was in vain or if not. But both Morgan and I's rooting interests are out. Um, so it's just kind of a anti-Cardinals, anti-Astros vibe at this point. And I swear, I said it on Twitter, and I stand by it. I, I truly mean this. If the Cardinals and the Astros play in the World Series, I will have 17 aneurysms. And somehow they'll all happen at the same time. So I need that not to happen. Like, just don't let that happen. Please, yeah. raise. as you're listening to this, you're either laughing hysterically at me or or you know that my my prayers worked for the Rays to to topple the Astros and make them realize how, how stupid and painful baseball can be man all right well hopefully Morgan will be teleported back from the netherworld <laughs> for next time um 
mic issues happen all the time, but we care about you guys so much that we fought through it and we gave you an episode anyway because, you know, postseason baseball, you can't take that many days off. We took a a couple, but it's our offseason, so, you know, we're still here for you throughout these playoffs. Got a lot more fun to come. Um, By the next time you're listening to our voices, there will be more postseason baseball. There will be NLCS. There will be ALCS action, and that will be so exciting, and we can't break to bring that to you. So thank you guys so much for listening and subscribing. Make sure you're telling your friends about us and subscribing to us on Apple or Stitcher or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you're following us on Twitter at Morgan Price, at Bryce Patrick, at Locked On Rangers. We really do appreciate your support. I'm Bryce Patrick. I'm Morgan Price. And hashtag together we pod.